thank you to Kenneth Copeland Ministries for sowing the airtime for this broadcast. There's enough power in every sick room and in every hospital room to raise up that sick one that may be describing you. Yes, you yes. may be in a sick room. Yeah. You may be in a hospital room. And I want to remind you, power is present. That power is there to do a work. Believe in what's present, not try to get something, but notice that he's already made it yours. It's present right where you're at. Say, I receive that power. I receive that power. I receive it right now. I receive it right now. From the top of my head. The top of my head. the soles of my feet. The soles of my feet. Welcome. We are so glad to have you with us today for Jesus the Healer. Come on in. We are, we're going to take time to feed on the Word together. And yes. what an honor to share this time with you. Thank yes. you for joining us. Yes. You know, we always believe something for you, and that is for answers from the Word to come. Yes. Amen. Why? Because the Word is our answer book. Yes. And so we're trusting that you will hear answers for your life. So we encourage you get something to write those down with because yes. God is going to make some things clear for you. Amen. Um, when we realize how rich the inheritance is that has been made ours, all that belongs to Jesus belongs to us. Think of that. And all that Jesus paid the price for us to enjoy, healing, prosperity, but more than that, peace and joy and all these things that make life sweet. It all belongs to us. He paid the price for us to have a, to live a good life, a sweet life. Amen. A blessed life. When we realize that the price has already been paid for that rich inheritance, we don't have to pray and ask God to give it to us. We don't have to pray pray and ask him, would you give me this? He's already made it ours. We don't have to pray about that. We just need to simply receive it. Now see, that's the key, receiving it. Um, Receiving it is different than the manifestation of it. Now let me explain it to you this way. Mark 11, 24, you know the scripture. What things ever you desire, when you pray, Believe that you receive them and you shall have them. Receiving is what you do with your spirit. Receiving is what you do with your heart. It's a spiritual action to receive it. And it takes faith to perform that spiritual act. So let me say it to you this way. Let's say you're believing for healing. Father, I believe I receive healing. You're not saying, I believe it's already manifested. That's right. You're saying, I believe that you provided it and made it mine and I receive that. Why is that? Because you have to receive something with your spirit first for it to manifest out in this seen realm. Receiving is dealing with what is still invisible. We receive our answer while it's still in its invisible form. And if we will perform that act of receiving it before we see it, he'll make sure we see it. God is not asking us in Mark 11, 24 to believe that something has manifested that that hasn't yet manifested. He's asking us to receive it 
before it's manifested. And you can only do that with your spirit. Receiving is a spiritual act of faith. When God moves in your life and manifests something that you need in this life, whether it's finances, whether it's provision of a home, a vehicle, whether it's healing, God deals with us through our spirit and then it flows through our spirits and, and starts making an effect out here. Why? Because God is a spirit. The feature of us that is most like God is our spirit. He is a spirit and he deals with us spirit to spirit. When God talks to you, when God deals with you, he he doesn't go to your mind. He goes to your spirit and deals with you from that place. And what your spirit knows floats up and enlightens your mind. But it all begins in your spirit. So receiving is something you do with your spirit. Um, Let me explain it to you this way. If you were to say to someone, I love you. We, somebody could say, did that come from your heart or not? Well, how do you know if it came from your heart? Well, did you mean it? Did you mean it? Amen. From the inside of you, did you mean it? That means that came from your heart. You receive with your heart. You receive with your spirit. I'm not talking about the organ of the heart. Now, don't, don't misunderstand that. When the Bible's referring most of the time to the word heart, it's talking about the heart of man's being, the center the core of man's being, and that's your spirit. Mm -hmm. So if you're going to say something from your spirit or something from your heart, did you mean it? Okay, now let's apply that to Mark 11, 24. If you go to say, I believe I receive healing, did you mean it? Did you mean it? Then it's from your spirit. Amen. That's how you receive it. You mean it. That means your hand of faith, which is really, if we could say this, it's part of your spirit. You know, your, your spirit man, you have eyes in your spirit man. We could say this, a spirit man has a hand of faith. We grab it from the inside of us before we even see it manifested. So many times people are waiting for God to give them something and he's waiting for them to perform the act of receiving. Because we can only, we can only, he can only manifest what we receive from him. He won't force anything upon anyone, including salvation. He won't force healing on someone either. He won't force prosperity on someone, but he's made it part of their inheritance and they can receive it at any time they need it. So Mark eleven twenty four, 24, uh, what things soever you desire, when you pray, or when you, let's say this, prayer is talking to God. When you talk to God, mm-hmm. believe you receive it. So from the inside of you mean what you're saying to him. Believe you receive it. Father, I believe I receive healing. Jesus already provided healing for me. I believe I receive it now. And notice this, and you shall have it. Now let me quote the verse to you this way. What things soever you desire, when you talk to God, believe you receive it before you see it and you shall have it in this visible realm. Let me quote it this way. What things soever you desire when you pray, believe you receive it while it's invisible and you shall have it, it shall become visible. So you see, receiving takes place before manifestation takes place. We could say it this way, believe you receive it before it's manifested and it shall manifest. That's what receiving does. 
and it's so easy to do it. It's a choice. It's not a feeling. We don't receive because we felt like it. We received it because we, we choose to believe what God said, that He's already made it ours. And so we believe we receive it while we don't yet see it. Remember what Jesus said, blessed are those who believe and have not seen. Ah, receiving is the blessed flow because you're receiving it before it's manifested. And Jesus said, that's the blessed man because what we perform the act of receiving, that's what God can manifest. Mm -mm -mm. This word is good. God's word is good. Amen. Many people confuse receiving with manifestation. They think it's the same thing. It's not the same thing. Receiving is a spiritual act. Manifestation is dealing with the natural realm. Receiving is dealing with the spirit realm. Amen. So all that belongs to us in Christ is readily available waiting for us to receive it. But we don't have to pray so to speak, and ask God, would you give it to me? No, he provided it so that you would just, you just receive it. Now you can receive it while you're praying, while you're talking to him. But you know, you can also say, you know something Jesus provided for healing for me. I take it. I receive it. Do you know that the word receive in the Greek also carries with it the meaning of take? Now we could quote Mark eleven twenty four this way. What things soever you desire when you pray, believe that you take it and you yes. shall have it. Yes. You're taking it with that hand of faith yes. while it's still in the spirit realm in, it, in its invisible form and, you sh- and it shall manifest. Amen. 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 So you can take it just by knowing it's yours. Yes. Amen. Amen. How do you take it? With words. Right. With yeah. words. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So... Um, all that belongs to us is ours for the taking. It's ours for the receiving. It's waiting for us to receive it. Amen. Um, as I said, what's contained in our inheritance, everything you're going to need in this life, everything that you're going to need to live a sweet life, a good life is part of our inheritance. Amen. He shall supply all our need everything. But not only that, um, Psalm 23, um, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He shall provide all my wants. But can I tell you this, uh, Mark 11, 24, what we were just quoting, you know what he's talking about that we can receive what things ever you desire, anything you desire, even if you don't really need it, but you desire it. What things ever you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive it, believe that you take it while it's invisible. And if you'll believe that, it will become visible. Amen. Amen. My goodness, my goodness. Amen. We can think of some things we've let go that we should have received. Yes. Things we didn't take hold of that we could have received. Well, we don't want to live with any regrets. We just go forward and take all that God's made ours. Yes. Amen. Amen. And can I tell you this? God is honored when we take it. That's how we honor God. That's how we honor the price that Jesus paid for us. Amen. Now, once you perform the act of receiving, it only takes a moment to say, I believe I receive it. That's exactly how you perform the act of receiving. Remember what Mark 11, what things ever you desire when you pray, believe you receive, believe you receive. So you just say, I believe I receive it. I believe I receive it. That's our function. That's our part. 
the last phrase of Mark eleven twenty four is God's part. And you shall have it. That's his part. Stay out of that part because you can't make God's part happen. All you can do is perform your part. Amen. What is performing your part? Number one, desire something. Amen. Believe, receive, and then he'll bring it to pass. Don't even touch when is it going to happen? Who's he going to use? How long is it going to take? Now you've touched into God's part and you're not equipped for God's part. And if you start touching into God's part, people will start faltering. They'll start hesitating and wondering and questioning. Don't even touch God's part. Just know this, you do your part. He's always faithful to do his part. Amen. Amen. But as I said, it only takes a moment to perform the act of receiving. Isn't that right? So let's say this, let's say you have a need and right here at the point of need and you say, Father, you've provided a supply for that need. So I believe I received the answer for this need. It only takes a moment. Now, and see, you're saying that while that answer is invisible, while the answer, before that answer is manifested. Now let's say over here, it's going to manifest. What are you going to do all this time? Before it manifests, you're not going to doubt. <laughs> you're, not just, you're not going to be moved. What are you going to do to fill this space? You say, thank you. Thank you that it's mine. I received it and I thank you that it's mine. It's not mine because it manifested. It's mine because I received it. Amen. Amen. It's not what happens in this realm that makes it mine. It's what God already authored, authorized for me to lay hold of and I received it. Therefore, I, I'm authorized to consider it mine. <laughs> so what are we going to do here? We're not going to wonder. We're not going to get in the mental arena and start reasoning it out. We're going to worship and we're going to praise and thank Him. That it's, listen, the moment you release faith, power always starts working in your behalf. Always. Why? Because the power of God meets faith. Every time, every time faith is released, power is activated. Every single time. So what are you to say? The power is working. The power is working. It's going to... I received, I received what God offered me. I performed the act. There needs to be a moment in time you remember I performed the act of receiving that. I performed the act. So from then on until it manifests in this realm, we're going to say the power's working. It's working. It's already mine. It's already mine. I'm not saying it's already manifested. I'm saying it's already mine. Why? Because I received it. It's mine at the receiving. It's not mine at the manifestation. It's mine at the receiving. Amen. Amen. Now, from the time the need shows up till the time the answer manifests in this realm, we can many times have something to do to cause that time to be shorter or longer before it's manifested. Now that's what we're going to talk about. Amen. Amen. What that we can speed up the manifestation or we can hinder the manifestation. Amen. 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 Know this, that God can only move in our lives at the pace of our faith. Very good. Very good. Know, know that God can, God, listen, Jesus had unlimited faith. There were no limits, no hindrances on his faith, right? There's no limits on God's faith. 
limits, right? No limits, no, no limits. limits. And you say, does God have faith? Well, sure he does. That's where he took, that's what he took of to impart faith to you. It's his faith that's on the inside of you. It's not your faith, it's his. We have a measure of the God kind of faith. That's right. Amen. Um, so in heaven, everything happens immediately because Jesus said, uh, when he said in praying, he said, Father, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. In heaven, it's exactly how God's faith is. Heaven runs off God's faith, but in earth, our faith comes into play. So, um, if our faith, um, if we do the right thing with our faith, mm-hmm. we can speed up the manifestation or we can hinder the manifestation, yes. slow it down. Mm-hmm. Now, some things just by the nature of the need may take a little bit of time yes. because let's talk about prosperity or finances. If you need a certain amount of money, um, the Bible tells us God will bless us through the hands of men. Yes. So we know this many times, most of the time, God's going to involve somebody else right. in your answer when it comes especially to finances, right. things that can are tangible. Um, and so he's got to have people that will cooperate with him. Yes. Amen. Amen. So what will the devil do many times? He will try to hinder the people God wants to use. Why? To try to affect your manifestation, your harvest, your answer showing up. So therefore, because people many times, if they think their answer seems to be delayed, they think their faith isn't working. No, your faith is working. If you stay with the Word, if you'll stay with what God said and, and not back up, on what you released your faith in. But many times God is working to bring other people into that Mm -hmm. miracle because he wants to bless them as well as you. Now, think of it when the prophet of God, Elijah, um, there was during his lifetime a a drought, Mm -hmm. no rain on the earth, three and a half years. God sent him and said, go dwell by the brook Cherith. He was providing for him during that time. So it says that the prophet would drink water of that brook and then twice a day, uh, birds would come and feed him. They would bring him bread and meat twice a day and did that the whole time he was there. Think of that. God used birds, no human involved. God takes care of creatures. He takes care of animals, but he's not out looking, how can I bless the bird today? He wants to bless people. Amen. So during the course of the time that Elijah is dwelling by that brook, drinking of that brook, being provided for, that was his place of provision. Then the brook dried up. Did that mean his faith wasn't working? No. Did it mean God's power wasn't working? No. He, he, He realized something. He said, God has a a redirection for me. He's going to redirect me. And God said to him, uh, there is a a widow in Zarephath. I have commanded her to take care of you. So what's he do? Now he goes to the place where God told him to go. 
Why? Because God does not want to just keep blessing birds. He wants to bless people. He, he found a woman who needed a miracle. There's this woman who needs a miracle. He wants to provide for her. So notice this, um, when she needed a miracle, the prophet comes and God told her, had commanded her and the prophet helped clarify what God said to her. She didn't recognize what God was saying because when the prophet went to the city and found her, he found this widow woman starving, picking up sticks at the city gate. What she's doing, scraps. She's living off the scraps of that city because there's such a drought and a famine in that region. And he, the word of God to her was that the prophet said, go fetch me some water. And she started to go. And he said, and bring me a little bit of bread, a, a cake of bread, a, a piece of piece of bread. And then she stops and she goes, wait a minute, I don't have enough. I don't have enough. There's just enough for me and my son. There's not enough for me to host someone. And he said, if you'll do what I say, God will provide for you and your meal will never run out. Your provision will never run out. So notice this. Could God have fed her with birds like he fed the prophet? Sure he could. But God wants to give her not just provision, he wants to give her a place to sow because then she's got a harvest. She's not living off what birds bring her. She's living off of a harvest, you see. So what was he doing? He was bringing his man of God to a place. This woman who needed a miracle because he wants to meet more than your need. He wants to meet someone else's need. So when you have a need, God will employ other people many times because he wants to meet your need, but he'll bless you through the hands of men so he can bless them too. Now, so when you start believing God, it not only puts your faith to work, God starts dealing with someone else to put their faith to work. Amen. It's it's an amazing system. Amen. It's a a genius, the genius of God, right? So when you release your faith for a need to be met, it's uh, many times your, that the need manifesting is going to involve someone else. And so you don't want to waver while God is working with someone else. While God is dealing with them about their part in it. Amen. Now, when it comes to healing, you don't have to wait for somebody else. You and God. But when it comes to natural things out here, maybe a job or a home, there's other people sometimes involved. So by the nature of the need, it can be a passing of time just because of what kind of need it is. But you don't have to wait long for healing because that doesn't involve anybody else. You can, you can just, you and God, know what's yours and receive it that, right at that time. But because of the nature of the need, sometimes there is the passing of time. But no matter what the need is, we don't want to extend that passing of time. We want to shorten it, right? Is it just me that wants it to show up immediately, right? It's a blessing. The sooner it comes, the quicker. So this is what we're going to spend a little bit of time talking about because we know this. God can only move in our lives at the pace of our faith, not just at the pace of his faith, but at the pace of our faith. Do you have scripture for that? Yes. 
Jesus said, so be it done unto you according to your faith. He didn't say, so be it done unto you according to God's faith. He said, so be it done unto you according to your faith, at the pace of your faith, at what you can believe for. Amen. Amen. So we could say this, if we want the pace of manifestation to speed up or to increase, then we have to increase our faith. Yeah. That's it. Praise the Lord. How do we increase our faith? Well, Paul made this statement. He said, your faith groweth exceedingly. Yes. So your faith can grow. Right. Keep feeding your faith. From the time you released your faith, don't think you're done. Just keep feeding your faith. Yes. Just keep employing your faith because it's not just about faith coming. It's faith being released, yes. faith being spent. It's not about, I got to get more faith. I got to get more faith. Sometimes people think they're behind in getting faith when they're really behind in releasing their faith. It doesn't do any good to have faith come if you're not going to release it. Yes. Amen. Amen. We're not just meant to be a, a container for faith. We're meant to be a vessel of faith, yeah. meaning it comes in and it goes out. It yeah. comes in and it goes out. We receive faith, we feed our faith, and then we spend our faith. Amen. 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 So what are we going to do from the time we receive, perform the act of receiving our need met till the time it manifests? We're going to keep strengthening our faith, faith and releasing yes. our faith, yes. feeding our faith, releasing our faith. It's our, the faith cycle is not complete at the inflow. It has to also have an outflow. Amen. It's not just enough to take in faith. We have to spend that yes. faith. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. God is the one who manifests the answer. We can't make the answer manifest, but we can cooperate with the power of God that causes the answer yes. to manifest. Yes. Or we can hinder the power of God. Mm -hmm that causes the answer to manifest. Right. But God can only manifest at the pace of our faith. Mm -hmm. so Amen. Amen. Well, you don't want to miss upcoming episodes because we're going to talk about it some more. And uh, what's this mean? We're all learning to become skillful with our faith. Yes. Yes. Amen. Yes. Um, we know this phrase, that we want to hear, well done thou good and faithful servant. People say, I want to be faithful. Yes, we want to be faithful, but what's listed first is good. What's it mean to be good, to be skillful? If you're good at your job, you're skillful at your job. So for us to be a good and faithful servant, we want to be skillful and faithful. And we're learning greater skill. Amen. You're hearing it taught so we can be more skillful doers of the word. Amen. Well, you don't want to miss next time. And until next time, remember this, Jesus is the healer. God bless you. To watch or listen to today's message and other messages by Nancy Dufresne, visit DufresneMinistries.org. God has provided a way for His children to have ongoing visitations from Him. But many Christians don't recognize these visitations. Your life will be changed as you meditate on the revelations in this book, Visitations from God by Nancy Dufresne. Order your copy now at DufresneMinistries.org.
This is Pastor Nancy Dufresne inviting you to join us in Murrieta, California at World Harvest Church for our annual Holy Ghost meetings. The dates are January the 5th through the 10th. We're inviting everyone to go to our website at DufresneMinistries.org and register. We look forward to seeing you there. God bless you. In this classic book by Nancy Dufresne, The Healer Divine, we are presented with a study of the healings of Jesus. Your faith will be stirred to believe and act as the healed God has already made you to be. Order this book now at DufresneMinistries.org. We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at DufresneMinistries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, submit a prayer request, or visit our online store. Thank you to the friends and partners of Dufresne Ministries for making this production possible.